we're back in we're back in already it's part two it's part two and the title is let go and let god let god let go and let god wherever you are today thank you for joining us on part two of uh, hashtag christian straight talk and we are back in the arena and how much faith have we got buzzing around us today simon we're back in Wow, that first one was a blast, wasn't it? Really that was, was a it hunger. hundred percent blast. You could feel the Lord, the Spirit, just, just, just pumping out the words over the airways, couldn't you, Ben? You the Lord just, is with us. He wants to build people up, Ben. He, uh, our Heavenly Father wants to encourage people. Today. Amen. He wants you to forget yes. all the stuff that's holding you back from from being the man or woman that God made you to be. He wants to break them chains around you and. You know, he wants you to believe that um, that problems in your life they're only temporary. They came to pass, Ben, because with the Lord, all things, all things are possible for those who believe. Don't sit in a pity party, no. saying, "Oh, how sorry am I?" Get up, get out, Amen, and get out and start stepping out for the Lord every single day of your life. And start believing. Start believing. Start believing that all things are possible to those who believe. The power of belief is absolutely unbelievable. The power, the power of belief, not in self, but the belief in the word of God. The power in believing in the scripture. You know, God has mighty things for you. And we was just talking, we was using the analogy of a car earlier on. Simon said, yeah, we'll drop the handbrake, Lord, you know, take charge, we'll drop the handbrake, but let's go further than that. Let's say, Lord, will you take the handbrake out? So all we see is the cable in the car, but then also, Lord, we're going to drive at 100 mile an hour in our lives to a degree, but then we're going to go, Lord, when I hit 100 miles an hour, when it's almost becoming uncontrollable by me, Lord, I've still got the brake pedal under my foot. Lord, will you send the angel to cut the pipeline? Because I am literally going to throw myself for my life in the hands of the Heavenly Father. How much faith have we got? Take that as an analogy of a car. You're on a racetrack. You're, you're, you're in control. But the, you can break at every corner, at every dangerous turn. You can break and slow things and change things. But get to that high speed of following Jesus, being a radical believer, and go, God, when I'm at full stretch and it's about to look ugly, cut my safety line to the world. And you're in control. And it's all over to you, Jesus. Let go and let God. And I love that phrase, Ben, where it says your attitude determines your altitude. So your attitude. So does, doesn't it? Yeah. And and so whoever, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, let me tell you this, that with the Lord, totally surrendering to the Lord, your best days are in front of you. They're right before you. They're right before you. They ain't behind you. You, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are because there's no retirements in the kingdom. And do you know what? I love what you said there, Simon. We limit ourselves by our age. The biggest thing that we do in our lives is we limit ourselves by postcode, age, money, and where we were birthed, possibly skin colour. But all these criteria is what the world dictates to us it's what the world puts on us and jesus says i'm taking all the breaks off of the restriction of ethnicity education money you are limiting yourself ben i'm a god of the impossible i'm the god of the possibles i'm the god of everything that you cannot you know come to me with your with your needs with your worries with your fears i will cut i will cut the rucksack of life but 
I'm going to cut the brakes. But Have how, you got the faith? How many times you you see? How many times do you see church leaders go? Oh, I'm retiring now. I've, I've done my bit. I've done my bit for the Lord. I've reached sixty five. It's so I've, sad, isn't it, Ben? Let me change the it's language. So sad. Uh, I've milked the church for a long time. I've had the church house. It's so I've sad. had the church car. I've I've drained the church of regular yeah, I'm, wages. I'm off. I'm going to retire. The Lord's calling me now. I think the Lord's yeah. calling you because you can see the bank depleting in the church and you're worried about the next step. The Lord's calling me to, to something else. To something else, yeah. Yeah, no, the Lord's calling you to live by faith. Ben, I love I've what get it says in, in Psalm 84, 11 and 12. Have you got that up there, Ben? I have, yeah, yeah I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, this is a beautiful psalm. We're in Psalm 84, verse 11 through to 12. You know, just, just Lord, refresh us today as we read these scriptures. For the Lord, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favour and honour. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk in blameless. The Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And put that together with this one, Ben. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says this, but it is written, no eye has not seen or nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who I love, love that. him. So, so we know that's you out there. If we you, know it's you. If you love and you them, know it's you. <laughs> you love the Lord. You know, say, say, you know, I'm speaking to people because say, Father, when did I become weak? There's people out there that, that I'm sitting there thinking, I become weak in my faith. When, not, how did that happen? How did that happen? Uh, that did, happened quite easily. Yeah. Most Sundays when I walk into church, because church can knock you down. Not can church can knock the faith out of you. It can knock it out of you, Ben. It can obviously, you know, this religion stuff can knock it out of you. But Heavenly Father today is going. He's saying this. He says, "Do you know who I am? Do you remember who I am? Do he you realise? You know, he's Jehovah Jireh, Ben." Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Shalom. Do you realise, yeah, but God, have, have you seen the size of the devil? Well, hang on a minute, Ben, let me tell you something. I created the heavens and the earth, and I actually created all the angelic beings that you haven't got a clue about, the uncountable angels. And I also created the one that fouled in the heavens, and I'm also the one that kicked him out of heaven. So don't tell me, Ben, how strong the devil is. Start worrying about how big my because you just got to worry about God. That's it. You tell you tell him how big your God is. He's El Shaddai, Ben. He's more than enough. Because he? God <laughs> belittled Lucifer. He dropped yeah. him to the earth, and the other angels must have been up there going, "There you go, mate. You're lower than us now. You're all smoke and mirrors, mate. <laughs> you got no power whatsoever because suddenly God has kicked you out of His army. God has kicked you out. You know." And, and we've got to remind ourselves, brothers and sisters, you don't need another deliverance prayer. The prayer all that you need to pray this morning is, God, when are you going to do it? Lord, draw me to the door of impossible. Lord, I'm looking at a concrete wall. I see no door in the natural realm. But, Lord, you're going to do to me what you've done to Thomas. You're going to step in my world. Ben, these podcasts are turning the, what the world thinks upside down because the world mm. will say, get yourself a motivational speaker, won't they? Yeah, get yourself. And the world will tell you something else as well. Get yourself a good education. 
educate yourself, do this, do that, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And suddenly you'll find yourself the next lockdown, uh, uh, COVID-20 is on its way. And then suddenly everything you've worked down for has been locked down by the world. So Ben, and the motivational speakers will say, you can do you it. can you can you've got it all ben and Simon, inside of you and you are you great you're wonderful that, do you oh. realize do you realize how wonderful you are yeah. i know i'm a sinner saved by grace you've got the strength inside of you let no one tell you, you can. can do it that's what they'll say ben you but can we're turning it upside down we're saying surrender and submit see there's a difference because when someone says you can you're going in your flesh when someone says to you I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. There's a difference in the rhythm of that. I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. When someone says you can, it's referring to the flesh. And like Simon is saying, he's talking about the motivation in you. It's it's bigging you up. But when you go, I'm nothing without him, but with him all things are possible to those who believe. Yeah. It switches, it, it changes, switches, yeah. but it's a yeah. fine line, isn't it? Father, I'm absolutely nothing without you. I can but, do nothing without you. You are my centre, you are my portion. You know, you are... My strength. You're my strength. Then, then that's when, when the, that's when the Lord that gets to God's attention. And he looks and he goes, well, we can use that. Hang on a minute. We've been waiting for him to say that. We've waited for her to say that. Let's get the angels out. Now we're going to... Now let's see where we go with this one. Yeah. They, they've asked us to cut the brakes. Yeah. They've asked us to take complete control. And don't, listen, don't think your, your, your name's going to be in neon lights above, you know, shining bright. No, but he'll use you powerfully wherever you are. In your workplace. In your workplace. In your education. In your, edu- in your education. In your, your family. family. Every area of life, because every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon is your territory. <laughs> so everywhere you go, and another interesting thing, the church actually has a parochial stretch. It will say it, the church actually limits itself because it only looks very, very small within itself, and it, it's a self-inward focus organisation. But you don't belong to an organisation. We might be under a denomination. We might be under certain things, but we we need to. We, honestly, we need to abandon. We need to abandon the thinking of what we belong to because when we think what we belong to, I bet you. I bet you we will name everything but Jesus. And the reason I say that is because we've been programmed. We've been programmed like that. But it quite clearly, it tells you when you're born again, you're born into the kingdom. So you're taken out of this world. You're not, you're in the world, but you're not part not of. of the world. That's what it says, you know, and, and, uh, and all the lots of scriptures tell us all of that. And, and Ben, all I want to say to, to people this morning is, you know, you may say to them, you may be shouting down the screaming. Morning, screaming at the at the phone or, or the tablet or whatever, saying, I have been praying this, I have been doing that, but nothing's happening. Well, your timing's not God's timing, is it? You know, Time is critical. I, I believe there are prayers being answered right now that have been prayed years ago. The, that's right, son, because what happens is as we speak, angels are put to flight. God's word cannot return void. But what we've got to remember is we are behind time. We are behind God's time. Yes, God does do things, bang. Wow, I've had a miracle. It's happened. But the majority of the time, we, we call this almost like a tough mudder. It's an endurance. It's an endurance. So yeah. I pray yeah. at the beginning of the race. But I can't get the prize 
until I go through the race. I've got to go under the wire. I've got to climb the tree of life. I've got to go across the muddy waters. I've got to do this and I've got to be covered almost head to toe and exhausted. But when I get to the end, God's going to go. There's a crown. Not a crown as in what we think, but the crown of, of what the scripture says. I've run the race. I've got the prize of eternal life. Think of yourself as someone doing a tough mudder. If you don't know what that is, Google it, have a look, and you watch when they start the race, they're clean and shiny. When they finish the race, they are battered, they are exhausted, they are filthy, they stink, they smell, their makeup has run, they're crying, they've fallen out, they're, they're exhausted. A tough mudder really, really makes gets you down and dirty. But at the end, they've got such a sense of achievement and such a sense of well-being because they've achieved. They've know, achieved because... they thought they'd never, ever achieve or thought they'd be impossible for them to do. And what's interesting, at the beginning of an event like that, you're all together. You're all, right, you're all ready to start together, but there's an individual tough mudder that you've got to run on your own. No one can strengthen you but God on your tough mother of life. It's endurance. Have it's you character actually building. done a tough mother? No, I'm, I'm, I'm t- I, I, no, God's called me not to do any exercise. <laughs> uh, that's my calling. God said, Ben, you don't need to. I'll give you the body of an athlete. Just preach the word. You ain't got to go to the gym. Don't worry about all that stuff. I don't think that's true, Ben, is it? No, sorry, Jesus. I've eaten too many Mars bars. You know, the belt's getting tighter. You know, the jaws drop in. The chin, the four chins are starting to grow. You know, but look at look at the Christian race, as the scripture says, an endurance. So you can equate that to to some form of of a tough mudder or a triathlon, where where you are pushed to your limits. You've got to be pushed to your limit in self. To achieve. To achieve it, yeah. You've got to come almost to the end of yourself. And and, and I, I've done a few things, uh, Ben, you know, obviously before I was a Christian and thought, do you know what, I just just can't do that. But, but you do it because you've got to do it. And when you've done it and you get through it, you think, how did I ever get through that? And it's the same in the Christian world where there's been stuff going on yeah. where I've just, you know, I've spoken in prisons and I was an ex-copper and so I still speak in prisons and sometimes it's it's a challenge and it's tough. But if you just go, Lord, you know. Lord. You just, it's, I'm just here for you. You put me here, you've got to do it. You've, you've got, got to do it, do God. It. You've got to do it, God. God, I need you, Lord. There's I... nothing wrong with speaking to our Heavenly Father like that, is there? No, no, you really have to because words, words are powerful. And God wants to hear your voice, not so much your voice, your your the loudness of your voice, because your voice comes from your your innermost being. And and you've really got to say, God, I need you today. The tough mother that I've got today in front of me, Lord, I ain't going to be able to get through this. Lord, I've got to, I've got to climb this so high. Lord, I've got, I'm out of my comfort zone. Lord, my heart's beating. I'm worried. I'm fearful. Speak words of faith, Lord. I thank you that the life that I am running, this endurance race, Lord, I'm capable because of you. Because the steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord. By the Lord. And, and if you want to know, do a deep dive on that, we've done a couple of great podcasts in calling God into the battle, haven't we, Ben? You know, mm. that's, that's the thing. But here we are, Ben. We're, we're, we're calling out, let go and let God. And all our enemies are all around us. We know God's in control of all of that. Mm. We just stand up straight. 
with a straight back for the Lord. Oh, come on. Step out for the Lord and, and just follow Jesus. And because, you know, I had a, I had a, uh, I don't know if he called it, I suppose he called it a dream, if you like, you know, and, and there was, uh, thousands of people, and and there was the the doors to to the throne room, you know. Mm. To, and I, I was trying to get through, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Jesus just came, and the crowds parted, and and we went straight through. So, so what I'm saying to you today is, no matter what's in front of you, no matter however impossible it seems, as as we said in that first scripture, this may look impossible with man, but with God, nothing. Is impossible. In fact, he loves the challenge, doesn't he, Ben? He, he, yeah, because <laughs> it's already it's all the promises are yes and amen, and it's the way that I view things, the way that I look at things. So we are obviously human beings, spirit filled with the Word of God. So we look at things. The majority and the biggest percentage of our lives, we look at it as a human being. But the Bible says the just shall live by faith. That we don't live by sight. That's interesting, Ben. Because let me ask you this: so. So do you believe that this stuff has already been won in the spiritual? It's more than one. God sees you doing it because God said to, to Gideon in the wine press, didn't he? Yeah. He said, you're a warrior. And he went, and Gideon went, no, I ain't, I'm the least. See, what I would, what worries me, um, Ben, is yeah. if, if when I go to meet the Lord, he, he sits back and went, you know, we wanted you to do this. We wanted you to do that. It was the, the road was already prepared. See, there's your you. promises. Look, you see that. Yeah, but but, but you didn't, but, did you? You but, know, you 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 sat and watched the football that day, or or you chose to do this that day. But mm. you know, we wanted you to do that, and we got it done because we didn't really. We don't need you. We know the Lord doesn't need us, but He uses. There was us. so much more, and I think there was we can so look. Much more, yeah. I think we can look in the Book of Acts at that where the Bible says the church was earnestly praying. They were praying for the brother to be released from prison. They were praying earnestly. They were head down. They were fervently in prayer. They were praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And God answered their prayer. And if it wasn't for the girl, Rhonda, who heard the voice and recognized, see, let me tell you this, your miracle is knocking at the door. Don't, let it bypass. Wow, I so love what, what you said. I love what you said. Then your your miracle is there, and, and your miracle is uh, there. Uh, uh, but uh, the uh, church went, "Don't be silly, girl. It isn't him." So you can miss it by being so deep in the spiritual call of prayer when the miracle is in the corridor of your life. Look up. That's interesting. That analogy you just put there from Acts Ben is when James had just been they just yes. killed James. Yeah, they locked up. Peter, didn't they? He was locked down. Locked, locked down, wasn't he? But there was just a small group, in, wasn't there? In, we're in, praying. We're praying. So it God answered it. It was in a, it was probably no more than about 20 people in, no, no. in a small house. It says the church was earnestly praying. So they what, knew how to pray. What happened then? The chains fell off. The, the doors opened. And he the walked out. took him out. Yeah, oh. but what's important is the angel struck him on the side and he said, get up and move. He said, get up and move. And get up and move. Get that up and move. That is important. That is mightily important. He didn't say, sit back in your lazy boy chair, did he? He no. didn't say, grab another six-pack you, you from walk. the fridge. No, you, you says, got to walk. You've got to get up and walk. And what was the first thing he did when he got up and walked? Ben, he went to a prayer meeting. Mm. He and went to a prayer meeting. It's such a meeting. massive text, isn't it? Praise the Lord. And Praise what's interesting, 
is that Hallelujah. He, he, yeah, he didn't go to one of them crazy prayer meetings. Well, it actually was because they. Was, it must have, imagine, imagine when they opened the door and they saw him. We've just been praying for you to come. What out. are you doing here? We've just been praying for it's you. It's like you can, hear, you can hear the prayer team yeah. and the pastors going, What are you doing here? I didn't. I've been praying for healing, but what's it doing here? What, what's what are you doing here? Wow. What, how did he get here? What happened? What happened? It's because the fervency of prayer. But what happens is when we pray, we actually don't believe it's going to happen. But thank God that he don't react on our our thinking. He reacts on the word. Because when you put the word to flight, God has to do a Psalm 91 verse 11. For he will command his angels concerning you to lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot. So there's a lot to grab from the book of Acts, that that fantastic factual story of that disciple being released from the prison. See, when you pray, your prayers are answered. But the problem is, is are you prepared to lift your head up and see the miracle coming to your door? See, there are things happening in that prayer room. You are praying and what you cannot see is outside the prayer space that you're in. You've got to keep, we've got to keep praying. Ben. Because what you're praying for there is action down the road. It is happening. It's happening. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean to say that it's not happening. It's not happening, no, no. So when you're praying and you are faithful in prayer and you might be praying and you might not even be grasping what you're praying for, God is moving. And have we had this so many times <laughs> and it's almost passed us by, almost. So you've got to look up. Wow, that, you look. And, and you've got to look up. You've got to look up. And we, when we we talk about prayer, we we don't mean babble. We don't mean no. long hours. No, 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 no. No, just heavenly Father, just release, me, release me today. Just, just be with me in this. I'm walking into this situation. Just be with me, Father. Just put a a peace in my heart about this. You know. The, um, 2 Timothy 4.18, Ben says, And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And and uh, Isaiah 54.17 says, no weapon, Let no weapon formed against me prosper. Yes, no, Lord, nothing. Every tongue that rises against me you will show to be wrong. So so the enemy will come in at us one way, Ben, but the Lord will scatter him and he'll go out all over the place. He? He'll lose his strength because, because the Lord will, will scatter him. You because actually, in the Lord, ben. actually, the enemy has no power. He's got no power. He's but got no power, but our minds allow him to have the power. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, you, you your are, mind, you are right. you're the your battlefield mind. of your mind. See, the enemy just messes with your thoughts. He can't actually touch your faith. See, the thoughts belong to this world. The thoughts belong to, to, but your heart belongs to God. So if you live by heart. The enemy can't get... You've got to take the territory back. Every place that the sole of my foot shall tread upon is our territory. And we're not talking about the name it and claim it. We're just realising who you are in Jesus, who you are. You, you, you're, uh, when you're born again, a uh, spirit-filled believer, that is your destiny is to follow Jesus and advance the kingdom. You've got, to, you've you've just, got to advance the kingdom, Ben. You know, so every step forward for the Lord is advancing the kingdom, isn't it? And you, yeah, forward motion faith. Keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Psalm 119, 105, you know, your word is a lamp unto my feet. You've got to keep walking, sister or brother, wherever you are today. 
just remind yourself who you are and what we started off in part one. Mark chapter 10, verse 27. Jesus looked at them and said, Jesus is looking at you and he is saying this to you right now. With man, this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Ben, 100%. And if you want to lead, I'm, we're speaking to you out there today, if you want to lead an exciting Christian yeah, life. come on, Jesus. And and, and Ben's taken it, uh, he's taken it to another level today. He's, he's saying, not don't just let the handbrake off. He's saying, cut the handbrake cable so you haven't got a handbrake and the Lord just, just takes complete control of your life. I think that's and, where we're at. Oh, it's where we're at. So we'll say it again. The title of this today was Let Go and Let God. Amen. And if you know the truth, Ben. The truth will set you free. God Amen. bless you, brother and sister. Take care. We'll see you soon.